0: Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome, finally, to a special free edition of Sour Graps. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Pulaski. As always, not everything sucks. I mean, things last night sucked. Smackdown sucked. Rampage didn't suck. Hey, it's it's Kate Hensler. She's here, too.
1: Merry okay. Christmas, you guys. I am in my Christmas pajamas. I think what happened was your computer was like, I'm gonna bet because they're actually gonna like the show. So how are things gonna be sour? Like, there's nothing to be sour about, really, with the show. So yep. they were just like, we have to make sure that we annoy Alex about something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> something. This. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> um. Hey, hey everybody! Christmas,
1: everyone in the chat. Yeah. Merry Christmas, What's everybody fun?
0: who's here watching this this thing live. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, so Sean decided to take the weekend off and good for him, but but, but but I was like, I'll I'll probably I'll probably do uh, you know, sour grabs. Uh, say, like, oh, great, you should just do it on the regular channel to make it free. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll also um, uh, do this whole thing with it and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, so now I have all those responsibilities. And I'm like, Kate, you want to do it too? Hell yeah,
1: <laughs> I did.
0: Oh, good. Um, Hey, so you normally do this whole Smackdown and Rampage thing on the Fridays. Uh, I, and I Yeah, and I, I usually wait until all that's died down, and then I can yell 24 hours later about Smackdown and also talk about Rampage, which is always good. But that's no fun. It's no fun when things are good. It's only fun when I get to tear them apart. That's the whole, that's the whole reason for the season for me. <laughs> And and my and my utter psychosis. Um uh so I know that, that you and Sean always uh, start. Um, well, first of all, send in a humper chat, send in a super chat. We're still doing those things. We got Luis who decided to work tonight too, uh, on Christmas night to 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 be our, one of our awesome mods and, and and gather all the super chats and humper chats and whatnot. Um, so that's awesome. Um. So, yeah, send in those. We'll read them on the air. Also, yeah. because this is technically a free edition of my Fightful Select show, uh, and there are no ads being read on the Fightful Select shows, this is also kind of a plug for Fightful Select. So take some of that money that Santa Claus left in your stocking and put down five crisp $1 bills. Uh, for the next month of Fightful Select. Uh you uh you won't regret it. Uh oh, it's no. a lot of fun and a lot of good in- info. Uh Alex, and also I don't a lot think we fun. accept
1: cash. I think you have to use a credit
0: card. You put down five dollar bills at Western Union <laughs> and get yourself one of those little those little those little <laughs> oh, no. free one of those little debit cards that have, like you you preload <laughs> with your money.
2: We <laughs> should we oh, should accept
0: goodness. cash. Listen, I always accept cash. <laughs> it's the best currency. I won't do that here because that guy's not on this show's. Um, that is true. Uh so I know you and um <laughs> I know you and uh and Sean always start with the rampage, and that's what we'll do to tonight as well, because really SmackDown was SmackDown was whatever.
1: If you already um, digested it, that's good because I didn't actually see SmackDown. I only saw the results. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family too much.
0: No, I'm not no. And do listen, that. I I I my family goes to bed early. Is the only is the only thing that that <laughs> that, that makes makes me oh by the way, this is a tradition. My father-in-law every year gives me two four-packs. Of Sprecher root beer, which is the most glorious root beer in, in, in the world. You and are so getting I'm going to <laughs> one open. I'm going to crack one open. I'm going to crack open a nice sarsaparilla uh, because I need uh, I need uh, to be sweet to talk about Rampage, make sure I'm not too sour.
1: Mm. Oh, Alex, don't you dare be sour.
0: The thing about this is, this <laughs> is made with real Wisconsin honey.
2: So it's like, oh It's
0: all natural and stuff. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, Rampage was sold to us as, "Hey, Hook's gonna throw a giant dude around the ring." So yeah, tune what? in on Christmas. Leave your family over there drinking eggnog. Sneak down into the basement. Turn on the TV and watch Hook eat a big dude all over the ring. And um, and, and and that's what we got. Uh, that, um, that that came as advertised. Well, we'll we're just gonna go ahead right to the main event, cause oh, it's right. Mary merry Hook, miss people. The main yeah. event is not the main event is not whatever you've heard about Cody Rhodes deciding to go into business for himself. Maybe, maybe not. We're not quite sure yet. That's not the main event. The main event is Hook. The main event is always Hook on shows that. Hook does not appear. Hook is Hook always the main event.
1: Is going to. We had someone on a previous episode say Hook is going to dethrone Roman, which <clears> is true. <throat> He's going to win the TBS title. He's going to win the TNT title. I'd, ra- I'd rather not do that though. That would be a bad oh, look. I as as a woman. I am okay with it. I mean if
0: you're all um, right with it, I guess I have to be fine yeah. with it.
1: No, he uh he deserves every title there's ever been. He's going to win the 24/7 title. That's how good Hook is. <laughs> all of them. Belt collector Kenny Omega? Nothing on Hook.
0: Yeah. Um he uh he he did his thing, man. He he did his, he walked down to the ring to the dulcet tones of Action Bronson. <laughs> and he 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 murdered a man three times his size with judo like yeah. like it's just i mean we'll get, get over to his head. we'll get to the one thing that i was like don't get too cute with, with this guy what it is. i know i know just don't <laughs> uh, it's fine don't get too cute with this guy or you're going to run into problems down the line but the, the first thing that, that blew me away was... I, I've never seen this before. I'm sure it's like a, a thing they teach you in judo and people just do it all the time in MMA, which I don't watch. But that one thing where he just like dropped down to his belly, snaked between the dude's legs and like took him down by like bringing both his elbows and his his knees through. Yes. It was, like Swept his legs out in this really fluid motion that I'd never seen before. It was like, hey, you're much bigger than I am. How much bigger are you when you're laying down? Like it was just this really... Quick thing was so cool to watch. Um, he did a release Northern Light suplex. He he did that high capture suplex to again like how big is Bear Bronson? Like real big. He's three forty, three fifty. Like he's a big dude.
1: They don't call you like Bear anything if you're not huge. Even <laughs> Bearcat, which was stupid, still no. big dude.
0: So, Bear, Bear grills though. That that the man versus wild dude. He's pretty. He's pretty skinny. But but different. also not a professional wrestler. So I think it may, maybe your hypothesis only applies to professional wrestlers. In which case, I think you're dead on.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Um, he just flung that dude over his over his head.
1: So between him and when Tay Conti does some judo stuff, I'm like, more wrestlers should be incorporating judo things. From what I can tell, because it seems like a very logical way to keep your stamina up while doing maximum damage to your opponent, because you're using all of their body weight, right? So for, I mean, for Taz's kid, it also makes sense that he's like suplexing people all over the place. And when you're fighting a dude who's that much bigger than you, it makes the most sense. It was cool with Fuego, because Fuego just sold the absolute hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. but this is where it seems like it's its most effective. And when you consider that, well, Hobbs is on Team Ts and maybe at some point that is going to get broken up, um, that could be a very compelling match in a way to, at that point, I think now make Hobbs look good. I think I am, I am very sold on Hook in only two matches. And it's not even just how good he is in the ring. He has all the other stuff down, I'm assuming from watching his dad for a real long time. Perry charismatic gets the in-ring storytelling part like very very quickly in this. He's really good at the things outside of the moves as well as the moves. So just really really cool. But let's talk about the thing you didn't like.
0: <laughs> listen. And
1: I'll tell I, you why you're wrong.
0: I mean I I I'm not wrong yet.
1: No, you're not That's, actually wrong at all.
0: I mean I I listen. Okay. Now I'm I I love a good no sell spot, I really do. Like when it when it when it works, when it's like in the moment, the adrenaline rush, like you get like lariat, like a lariat or or something like that, and you roll through it and pop up or something. Like it's a it's a moment that like will beget a really great crowd reaction, and it's it's usually done in a uh, I think done best in a back and forth match. Maybe it's, maybe it's a move that you were able to dodge enough. that didn't get all of it because you've scouted your opponent so well. Like there's storytelling that allows for a no cell to really, really hit. And I, and I love it when it does.
1: Our partner, Eddie Kingston is phenomenal with that. I feel like
0: he does. He really,
1: really picks his spots on the no cells. Yes. (sighs) Partner.
0: Now I, 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 our, our friend, our friend, uh, friend of the show, Dave Langer has sent in that apparently uh, Bronson, uh, Barry Bronson listed as six foot two and 260 pounds. And I say in his ass, 260 pounds, <laughs> like, like, I, right, listen, I, I, I love to fudge. I'll drop down. Maybe, maybe, maybe a, a couple. Hey, how much do you weigh? Oh, this week. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll undershoot a little bit for somebody. Just, yeah. to, just to see what I can get away with. I don't, I don't know. Um, that guy hitting, what, what, whether you want to call it, a Rikishi driver or the greetings from Asbury Park onto, onto Hook it looked like he got all of it. I mean, I understand the physics of the move that you never really get all of it. Otherwise your opponent would be dead. Correct. But, but it, in the, in the context of what professional wrestling is, it looked like he got all of the move. And I understand the impulse of like, wouldn't it be awesome if then like from behind the dude celebrating, we just get hooks standing up like he's impervious to pain or I don't know, concussions and, and I think like, it's, it's, it was a cool moment and I laughed. I'm not going to say I didn't laugh, but I was like, you can't make this kid invulnerable. Like things that like, uh, what what's going to happen when the story is supposed to be told that he's actually in over his head with somebody who's a little bit better than Bear Bronson. You know what I mean? There's right. what's the what, like, and and think he's he's being thrown all over the ring. Well, now he's gonna have to sell, but before he didn't. Like I, just, I I'm always in favor of consistency across the board. When somebody hits their devastating finisher on him, and he's got to sell, try to roll toward the ropes or whatever. Like I feel like, don't do the Rikishi driver unless you're gonna try and get like a two count on it. Like, him kicking out of the Rikishi driver, to me, is, 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 is as impressive as him, like, getting up and shawing on his gum and then throwing the dude all over the place. I think it, I think it worked tonight because we're all in love with Hook right. still, and we probably will be for a while, which is why I'm like, don't do this in every match. Because then it's going to become a thing that, like, he's Wolverine. And I just, I don't, I want, I want it to be treated as a, as, as a professional wrestler, as opposed to, we're going to script him to be a superhero because then it's going to, it's going to get, as I said, a little too cute.
1: No, because then he would be like almost a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we I don't think want to be almost scene... a superhero.
0: That'd be bad. We, that, be bad. That never works out.
1: That does not work. Historically, we have seen that people that are almost a superhero. Doesn't really work. Uh, it's Christmas and his second match and everyone loves him. I am all for the no-sell spot, but I, I understand what you're saying that that cannot be a consistent habit because it was kind of like my complaint with Abaddon and Britt Baker when Abaddon did that, like which is even trickier because she's supposed to be a woman that thinks she's a zombie or she really is a zombie. We don't I, really I know.
0: believe that whatever psychosis she has that makes her believe she's a zombie also, like you hear about these people who like for something went wrong, there's like a, there's like a, twi- a switch that turned off in their brain and they don't feel pain like they can shove a needle through their hand and they're like I don't feel this. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. like it's not like I'm not injured, like there aren't like blood vessels that have been torn apart within my hand, but I don't feel it. Like you hear about those kind of things that happen with with something I believe that whatever caused Abaddon to be like, I'm a zombie also caused is the similar thing that caused to be like, I can get curb stomped onto a chair and I'm totally good. Um, okay,
1: I can buy that. And like, actually, with characters that are in a different world, like I said, there's like Undertaker's cell was his no cell, right? right. Like, that was the way he sold. Um, but at least,
0: no, like, he would lay there for a while before he sat up. Yeah, like, that was the that's... thing. Like it didn't like just pop up immediately. I don't know. I don't that was know. kind
1: of like more almost not, like honestly, a piss
0: whole cup. It's a nitpick. Because I mean, they, like because he Huck just his is perfect. He, He's he just like he went in there against Fuego and we're like that's pretty cool. Like I mean, Fuego, Fuego made him look like a million bucks. Uh oh, but what's he, what's going to happen? We thought just two short weeks ago, what's going to happen when he gets in there with a guy a little bit bigger than he is? How is this going to work? And then everyone was like, "Hey, by the way, on Christmas night, hook versus a big dude. We're like, Ooh, what's that going to be like? And it turns out he's just great.
1: It's going to be awesome. I think there's so much money in him versus Ricky Starks when it gets to that point. I think that's going to be incredible. Cause I, I mean, I just think the world of Ricky Starks in general, but like someone who's similar enough in stature that wrestles, not judo stuff, but like logical, fundamental wrestling. Um, also charismatic as hell. I just think I think that's gonna that's gonna be such a good feud if it when that happens. Yeah, but yeah, Hook is great. Like it's awesome. It's so much fun.
0: We we have some uh, some super and humper chats about Hook. Go figure. No way. <laughs> I know. Mark Losper says, "How far can they took take Hook champion?" Well, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, he's he's ha- it's two it's two matches. So we don't we don't know where where any of this is going. I. I I love the idea of him being basically a mute. I don't I really don't ever want no. to hear him talk. For now, I don't. Like so I'm, I'm interested in seeing like what like I would say don't push him too fast because the listen, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I did not think that at that at this point on Christmas night I would be comparing Hook to the Fiend, but the fiend also had a thing where he was impervious to pain and he got really over with the crowd. I mean, not in the same way hook is, but like really over with it. People were like, this guy's awesome. I'm not everybody, but a big subsection of, of that crowd, like fell in love with the fiend. And then they were like, Hey, you guys like him so much. Let's put a belt on him. And they're like, well, no, 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 no that, that wasn't what we meant. And then they were like, he's impervious to pain. He's going to take 17 curb stomps. And and he's going to be just they like." Like Seth Rollins is going to have to try to kill him in a hell in a cell. And then it's going to get disqualified. And like, no, you you did all of this because you made it impervious to pain and impossible to hurt. Like that's, that's the beginning. That's where it goes. I'm not saying it's going to go there, but not too much too fast. Otherwise you you run the risk of, of, of at this time next year, us being like, Hey, hook, Uh, what's what's the deal with that guy we haven't seen him on tv in a while like i mean i don't think they're gonna do it but just never too much too fast hook could be champion let's say 2023 ish like i would love a really slow build to him getting his first title match against somebody he's gotta lose eventually and
1: he's gotta i think tnt champion is a great spot for him um but I think we are getting trios titles. And I also think that team Taz could be a unit together before that there's full dissension there. Yeah. Um, but I, he's definitely a champion, but he's so young with these younger dudes. It's like realistically. And I, I get the complaint of you brought in outside people, blah, blah, blah. Punk and Danielson are in their forties. Like yeah. realistically, Danielson's a, an absolute freak of nature in that way. Right. Like he, he's doing his best wrestling ever, but like, you have to be realistic about people's age. That's why I'm as as much as it would make sense for MJF to be a champion, I'm so glad he hasn't, because we got all day with this guy. Like, right. and and there's so much juice in him. Just let it let it let it go. Um, let it unfold and let him get experience because those two things, he's only going to get better, which is yeah. weird. Um, um yeah. so let him be champion when he's ready.
0: Exactly. Rob Reed says, Mary Hooksmas. Team Calix, I called it last week that Hook would suplex Bear Bronson, and boy, did he ever. Uh, that that overhead capture suplex
2: was, was nutty. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer? A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but...
1: yeah, that was,
0: that was nutty. That needed to be committed. Um, James Nepper says, uh, "Merry Christmas, you guys! Sour Graps on a Saturday—it's a Christmas miracle." Uh, <laughs> pretty impressed with how Rampage Spoiler didn't leak easily, uh, and this show didn't disappoint. Yeah, it, I mean, I, 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 fa- I, I guess I kind of found out in passing about the other big thing that happened on the show, uh, but I wasn't really looking for it. Um, but I didn't, I only saw it the one time, which is pretty crazy considering what, what it was we were talking about. Uh, uh, he also says, Alexa, send more hook. (laughs) If you're running low on hook hook. in your house, you can just talk to your Alexa and say, Alexa, I need more hook. And I added hook to your shopping list.
1: Exactly. It'll be like, you're out of hook. Should we reorder? (laughs) 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 Thank you for your hooker chat. We are all hookers on Christmas.
0: Yeah. All of us. It's, it's a. It's beautiful. Hookers, Hookers on Christmas sounds like a, a like a, a really edgy Hallmark movie. <laughs> John Gorman says, uh, Merry Hookmas, Alex and Kate. Uh SmackDown is trash. True. Rampage ruled. God damn, is Hook is cook good? How, how in the hell is he this smooth in the ring? Only wrestling two matches into his career. Well, cause he's been training in lots of other stuff too. That translates. I think that what I love about it is they're using all of his knowledge of judo and shit to make it yeah. feel more real rather than, you know, like, you know, uh, just, you know, him going in there and like, Hey, collar and elbow tie up. Like it's like, it feels like he's in there. Like, like he's a professional fighter who decided to, to become a wrestler. Like it feels It kind
1: of sounds like what he really did a little bit, but not like I that's why I'm so blown away by the rest of it. Other than the moves is like how much because he hasn't done an indie run. He hasn't figured anything out for himself yet. His ability to not only not be intimidated by, but seemingly thrive off of and and understand how to execute the storytelling aspect just blows my mind. That part of it—that he's two matches, in Because you can teach people moves. The other stuff, you don't know what's going to happen until. That I said. Person that, goes I, out I their said lives. this uh,
0: reviewing his first match. Like he has, he has something you cannot teach, which is presence. Yeah. Like he just, he just exudes ease, and it's really hard to be like. If you're somebody who's like in your head thinking about, okay, what's the next thing I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to do this. Like you can try as hard as you as hard as you like but you're never going to be able to, to re- remove that from yourself. If you're just somebody who walks in the ring, like, I know, I'm, I know I'm good. And like, and without being arrogant, he's just there. Just, he, he's like, I have, I, I'm good. I, I'm not, not good. Meaning like, I'm good. I'm a good wrestler. Meaning I know I'm ready for this moment. Just, yeah. just absolutely so sure of himself.
1: And I think like, that's even more impressive to me because he did kind of get himself over as like Sean was saying, like a meme wrestler. Like initially my friend said, he looked like he's perpetually locked out of a college dorm. Cause he always yeah. has like his hoodie up and he's eating Doritos. Yeah. Like to go from that and to reveal. So the opposite of that is even more impressive to me. Like the gap there. ah. Hook. Merry Hookmas you guys
0: <laughs> as, as as Frank Aguilera says My god pals Merry Hookmas
1: Merry Hookmas to you
0: <laughs>
1: It's less gabagool today so yeah. And with your spirit Happy Hookmas Merry Hookmas
0: Merry Hookmas to everybody We also um, had a new
1: YouTube member by the way Which is exciting <clears throat> Thanks Chuck Cassis for subscribing to the YouTube membership yes. thing
0: Yeah do the membership thing I, I guess That would be awesome That'd be Thank mean. you, Chuck Cassis, for doing it. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but thanks. Um uh James Nepper says with the with the nods to shades of the past, uh that AW AW does. I wonder if we'll follow the career of Hook, we'll see a lot of shades of Taz's career. Oh yeah. Well, he hasn't like come out as though he is an actual literal caveman. Like that. Remember that? <laughs> Remember early Taz and ECW where he's wearing like the, the one strap singlet and he had the crazy hair and he was like barefoot and walking around like straight
1: up cave. If he comes out with hook with two Ks like Taz and WWE CW, mm-hmm. and that would be nice because NXT is now WWECW, and we have Braun Breaker car. Yeah. Just some nice synergy there, but yeah. I my hope is that Hook doesn't really talk that much, and that eventually um, that Taz is his mouthpiece. Like, that once... T- I feel like Team Taz has a shelf life because I think Starks is a breakout star. I think Hobbs has some work to do outside of a stable,
2: yeah. and Hook
1: is God. So, um, yeah. I think that... Uh, well, we'll see what Miro has to say about that as well mm. on the show, but... um. i I think that taz becoming his mouthpiece and and saying like this is my son he has the ftw belt or whatever
2: that's gonna be
1: so awesome and just so sincere i think that'll be a really like beautiful uh tribute to to taz's legacy in the business
0: yeah um i uh i think it's kind of interesting though with him is what I what I what I've seen people are like oh well they're probably gonna do a thing where like taz is gonna show favoritism to his son and Ricky's gonna get jealous but they're gonna like jump Ricky out of the gang or something and turn Ricky Stark's face I'm like I I I I I th- honestly think that you could do that except for the fact that everyone literally loves hook like yeah. they, we, we we were getting a we want hook chant before they went to break before his match. There was a very loud, we want Hook! We want Hook! And people were booing Bear Bronson for doing stuff in the match, just for, like, existing. Like, And was...
1: on top of that, like, I don't have a huge interest in seeing Ricky Starks as a face before we see him on a real run as a heel in this company. He's such a great heel. And I also don't think it needs to be that convoluted. Let the organic buzz around Hook carry him let a heel starks lose clean and then let taz just be really fucking proud of him yeah and then go from there that's how i book it um but you you could do that you could more forcefully but we see that with stables all the time i think like a more organic breakup might be really nice and i also and sean said this friday and i agree i like stables that have some diversity in them not every it doesn't have to be a heel stable like you can have people that hang out together. Have you ever had a group of friends where you're like, that guy's an asshole, but we kind of like him. And that guy's so sweet and we love him. Like you can have that. And in the same group of people and still buy into the idea that they hang out with each other.
0: Yep. Um, so uh, for those of you who at, at wondering, um, uh, Mark Losper says, "Has Heal SRS put a time limit on this show? <laughs> Not that I know of, but I, we'll, we'll 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 be done before then. Like mo- most of what we're going to talk about is Rampage because SmackDown. Kate didn't watch, I didn't and it was watch it, yet. it was <laughs> I, I I will explain like two things to her and 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 ask her questions questions about her thoughts about and I'll I'll like
1: probably that. just take my headphones and throw and them. throw them away. Yeah. yeah, but you can listen yeah. to. You rant about it yesterday, correct?
0: No, no. I'm. This is the one thing. Oh, this is one, it. This, this is, is the ballgame. game. I didn't. Boom. I okay. decided I'm not going to do one on Christmas Eve and you Christmas, loved yourself. Christmas you, night. Yeah, you chose love. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jw Pringle keeps up the saga from our Tuesday night show. He says, "Merry Christmas, Kate's mom and dad. Keep cool, Gabagool, and also with you."
1: And with your spirit, I don't know if they're watching now because yeah. we don't watch wrestling and it's Christmas, but we had a lovely time. <laughs> Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, J.W. Pringle. If they were watching, I'm sure they would say hi right back to you.
0: <laughs> J. Blood says you gotta do the Ricky getting jealous of Hook turning Team Taz's face. Now, um, it, it would be really interesting, like, I, I don't know... Oh, gosh. We'll see where they go with this. I think that that when you split Team Taz, obviously Taz is gonna go with his kid. And yeah. then if Ricky gets jealous... The question then is, where does where does Hobbs' allegiance lie? And if Hobbs goes with with Ricky and they become like this two man power trip type of uh, like, because th- with with Ricky with a heater like with, with like Hobbs could be a lot of fun as, as a heel act away from Team Taz. Does Team Taz just need Hook to be is is it a one man team with 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 Taz as his mouthpiece? I think if if Taz, I, I love Taz on commentary, but if mm, Taz just wanted to be out there and his son never had to cut a promo cuz he's got his old man in there who's great at cutting promos and that's what they do from here on out i mean there's a lot of interesting things there the the, the world is the oyster of team taz and hook um so let's just go through the through the rest of the stuff we we got a jungle boy versus isaiah cassidy match to start the show yeah which was which was good that was the that was the opening opening match that was it was good uh, Isaiah Cassidy, I think, like um, he's one of those guys. who are like, hey, I didn't, I, I don't recognize how good you are, because I love watching your tag team so much. Think it's how much, so much fun it is. I don't recognize how good of a wrestler he is, because he's usually just doing awesome, fun, high flying spots. But he's, he's good, and this match was good. There was a little bit of gang wars that got in there, um, with, with, <laughs> with, with. Uh, hardy family office didn't we already do the christian and matt hardy thing we're doing more of that i hope not i don't need any more of it like i i think it's fine but like it's kind of cool to watch christian and matt hardy touch hitter because it feels like 20 years ago but at the same time like i, I kind of i'm i'm just waiting for that christian to turn on jungle boy and we get that thing like i'm waiting for that like that's the thing i'm waiting for so
1: I don't know if we're going to get that super soon though, because what if I, I can't operate on a hypothetical or what potentially could be, but I think we might, if we do get trios at battle of the belts, they might be a trio for a little bit longer. Um, I don't need them to like run Christian and Matt Hardy back by any means. And I don't really, there was not like a real reason for this match, but that's fine. Like it was entertaining. I really like when they kick off a show that normally starts at 10 p.m., 9 tonight, but to start off a late show with like a very high energy match in the beginning. And when you're there in the live crowd after you've already seen Dynamite and Dark taped, it's really nice to have something that's going to pick you up. I agree with you on Isaiah. I, that happens to me a lot with the Dark Order, where I forget how good they are, especially because they're so silly and they don't have a ton of TV time, and then they get in the ring, and you're like, oh damn, Dark Order? (laughs) Like, Stu Grayson is ridiculous. Um, The only tag team that doesn't happen with me, that with me, is uh, FTR. But like, for some reason, I'm always aware of how great they are individually and as a unit. Um, I think because Dax Harwood is just... So great, and they're so psychologically sound that the way that they stand out as a tag team sometimes just has individual strengths with it. Um, but this was a, a great way to open the show. Jungle Boy is over as hell. I think it would be smart to put gold on him in the next six months or so because people love that guy, and why wouldn't you? Yeah, he's real fun.
0: Yeah, they love the boy and his dinosaur. They um, do, uh, and I, his theme. I, it every, everyone who who desperately wants the proud and powerful uh or if he's in Santana to, to be the next to be next up. I, I get it. I think the writing's on the wall. It's gotta be it's gotta be jungle. It's gotta be Lucha Express. Not Lucha Express, right? Jungle Express. Jungle Express. Um it's gotta be it's gotta be them the at, <laughs> at some at some point because the, the the fans just love them so much. And that way you don't have to like with only the two belts and Rev like yes you gotta put gold around Jungle Boy at some point. This is the easy way to do it. It doesn't have to be a long reign. It really doesn't but I feel like it's that they're they're ob- right now they're number one contenders, so Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express? Express?
1: Yeah, not Jungle Express.
0: I call them Lucha Express all the time though. Luch Lucha Luchassic? Luchastic Lucha, 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 Danielson Ju- <Ju- Dragonielsen Jung <It's> Jungcha <laughs> Jun- Jun- Jungchastic Jun- Express.
1: That's them. That's that team. So um, with yeah. Pratt and Powerful too, if it's gonna be them and Eddie Kingston, I'm gonna lose my mind on trios.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I also think it was like, man, Luchasaurus was injured for a little bit, and Jungle Boy kind of looked like maybe he was lining up for a TNT title run, and then they did the Christian angle. Like, I think they know they want to put gold on him, but he was becoming the breakout star. So it's like, is that gonna be TNT title gold? Um, and then they ran into so many other things, right? So I yeah. think I think tag titles or trio's title would be good for them. But you have got to do something with Proud and Powerful. I I would love them as either inaugural champs or initial challengers with Eddie Kingston because they yes. gotta. I think it would be nice for them to give Eddie Kingston some wins too. Because even though he doesn't need them, it would be nice for him to get them. I think
0: would we'll be good. It we'll, would we'll be very good. I I I. I... Yeah, I mean, I it it does feel like we're headed to a uh, Chris Jericho comes back and says, "Eddie Kingston, what are you doing with my friends? Those are my friends. I they're mine. They belong to the inner circle. They're mine." And Eddie Kingston's like, "Come on and get them, partner." And I think I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, anyway. Um, the, my only issue
1: was that is there is just no part of me that doesn't believe that Eddie Kingston would kick the ever living shit out of Jericho.
0: And you should and maybe you should he believe will. That. You should believe he, that because it's true. And yet, booking. So, um, yeah. but that
1: might be a way to get the inner circle to break up, though. Like he oh, might he might do that.
0: Don't tease me with this with with with, oh with can of talk, man. No, that's I've been I've been wishing for that for now uh, almost a year. Um. Okay. So. We'll we'll talk quickly about Chris Statlander and then we'll get to the, the double main event. Um which is it Miro's... is so
1: weird doing a show with you about a product we like.
0: I know so are. <laughs> um the double, double main event be one being Cody versus uh Sammy and the other one being the Miro promo. So Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch was 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 really good, except for um um why don't we see Layla Hirsch more often? Why don't we see her more often? Why isn't she Man. considered Like, I I was, I was, honestly, I was shocked she wasn't originally in the TBS tournament. Not, not that I thought she was going to, like, go very far in it, but, like, it was, I always thought, like, I get the idea, hey, these four women get buys or whatever, but, like, you at least have four other women you could, you could put in there and they could beat, you know? Like, that would be fun. they had the
1: time. Like, this was a multi-month tournament, so... (laughs) I'm with you on that. I've been a big... Before she even signed, I found out about Layla through the collective before she was at AEW, which was not long before she got signed, and I was blown away by her. I think she's so great. I think she could be one of their biggest talents. I've been saying put her in Team Taz for a long time. I think that would be so much fun to have legit Layla on Team Taz. It's like almost a no-brainer to me. I don't know why they don't do it. She's great, and this match made me be like... I don't want Jade to be the title holder. And I get that it's going that way or looks to be, but I hope she drops sooner rather than later because I was like, I want the title holders to be for the TBS title, this type of person, either Layla or Statlander. Yeah. I want a woman who can work. And when they hold an open challenge, I believe that someone tiny as she may be, I really believe legit Layla could be women of any type and i believe jade can be one type of woman and that's a woman who is smaller than her who isn't experienced um and i get it i get why but i was right. like that's not what i want anymore right. at all
0: um i think the story is is to keep is to keep um the very charismatic star quality sure. um unbeatable monster unbeaten until you have the story you want to beat her and i, I and i think the story could be Ruby does it. I don't think Thunder Rosa is doing it. I don't think you're going to do it in the semifinals. I think that, I think that, I think the match could be great. I think Thunder Rosa could, could take uh, Jade to the best match she could possibly have type of thing. Um, But I feel like the, the as much as I would love to see, are you kidding me? Thunder Rosa and Ruby Riot just go out there and kill it for 17 minutes on the first ever dynamite. With, like, just a, an amazing wrestling match between two pros pros? Yes! Absolutely! But I don't think that's what we're going to get. Um, I, I think either, somehow, Ruby, everyone's favorite. Like, she's a super underdog, baby face, loved by the crowd. Either somehow she beats Jade in the finals of the tournament to become the first ever TBS champion. Like, overcoming injury and all this kind of stuff they'll do. Or like she has a great match and we think she's got it, but then Jade pulls it out and she and she's your first inaugural TBS champion. And I think the star quality of that is is important for her to be that. Sure. And I think you're right. She can lose it fairly quickly. And I think any a, a perfect person if you wanted to to build up as the person who dethrones the Goliath is your little David. Um, Layla Hirsch. I think she'd be perfect for that story. Of all the, the the ones that are too small to get it done, like if 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 you throw a you throw women up against Jade in her first like let's say three title defenses, and they're all too small. Like she just keeps saying too small when she's to- tossing them around the ring, whatever. Too small. These are and then Layla gets gets the shot, and you're like, are you kidding? Like, there's no way, and Layla does it that would be an amazing story it'd be an easy thing for us to get behind it's a classic it's a classically told story of david versus goliath uh, i think layla would be an amazing workhorse uh, champion afterwards and it's one of those other ones is it it's it's somebody we haven't seen um in the title picture a lot if correct ever so like that's a kind of a cool thing to like make the tbs thing a separate thing not you're not quite good enough to be AEW women's champion, but you can be TBS champion. Yeah. Like there, there might be a stigma there. Um, I, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's deserved, but it might exist. So that's might maybe why you will want to keep people away from who have had a lot of shots over there away from the TBS title for at least a bit.
1: I also think the way you get Layla to Jade is to have her and Serena in the finals of the Owen Hart thing. Oh man. If you build Layla up that way, like what I wouldn't give to see Owen Hart's name represented by a match between Serena and even Layla Hirsch. I think that would be so great. Um, Also, and somebody raised this in the chat, but I was thinking about this too. Ember Moon slash Athena's non compete is going to be coming up at some point soon and if she hands jade her first loss for the title that could be real real cool
0: yeah yeah i mean eventually you're gonna have to do the um i just i just got brought in and i and for this match and i won the title because it because you keep doing the we're bringing somebody in who hasn't who's not signed but they're getting a title shot eventually you got to pay that off i think there's no like that's a it's a great opportunity to do it. Would be one with Athena, the former Ember Moon. The Nerd Guru says, "You know, it's bad that every week when we see other women shine like this, we think less and less of Jade being champion. It should be Rosa or Ruby." Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to say that like Jade is really new in her career, like
1: and her strengths are just not the strengths that I love the most about right, wrestling. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Like there's there's a there's a thing about her, they are absolutely protecting her and keeping her faults hidden. Like they're letting her go out there and wrestle a match that makes her look good, which is fine. Like you and I can sit there and we like like you know, well, obviously they're hiding, they're protecting her, whatever. And yet people who are maybe a little less in the biz can watch and be like, this woman's unstoppable. Like, there's nobody you can beat her. Like, I I remember being that kind of person watching wrestling. And actually, I was probably happier watching it. because We all were. We all were. That brain was like, come on now. I talk Um, about
1: it all the time that when I first started watching, The Stable Legacy was, like, a huge deal. And I remember being incensed that Randy Orton was just cheating and getting away with it. Like, those moments are great. Um, And I believe fully, no matter who the person is, there's a lot of value in building an undefeated person up to be champion and their first loss loses them the title. Mm -hmm. That story to me kind of always works because if you're undefeated, you're dominant. If you're a champion, you're dominant. So then losing it all at once, you should be insanely livid about it and in disbelief. So that could be a great thing with her. My only other, and it's so nitpicky. I hate the rankings. I hate them so much. Yeah. I wake up every day and I curse the ranking. I hate them, Alex, because you went out of your way to create a device that doesn't mean shit. It feels very WWE to me. I don't like that. Sometimes it means you're the number one contender and sometimes you're just there. And they were like, Oh, these women are fighting to be in the top five of these meaningless rankings. Get out of town and take a bus with that. It's Christmas. My gift would be for the rankings to go away forever. Just call it a heat chart of people that are supposed to be important in the company
2: Yeah.
1: or make it mean something. You know who made it mean something? ROH. And look how well that turned out for them. Obviously, I know what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, I, uh, I I I started corpseing because uh, you dipped into your New York princess voice. Oh no! I wake up in the morning and I I hate them. The rankings, I hate them so much. Um, and I merry
1: Christmas to you all. I hate rankings. (laughs)
0: Um, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think I think that she could be something really special. I just don't think she's there yet. And and. I understand why they don't want to take the foot off the gas with her right now. I think there's something like, here's the thing. Um, AEW is a, you know, what do we call it? It's a, it's a little, it's a buffet. You get to yes. go in and pick the things that you want and you don't and you won't want. And and I think you and I, we like to go over to the, to the to the cutting station where there's where they're cutting up prime rib. And that's just us getting to watch great wrestling matches. And we get technical stuff going back and forth. And some people want to go right over to the fried foods and get something that tastes good, but is really bad for them. And that's fine. You know what I mean? But like like the thing is, is that she's like they don't have a lot of that on the menu.
1: No. Like they and,
0: and they could really use somebody who just looks like an absolute megastar. She mm-hmm. walks down there and go, "Who the hell is that?" Like they don't they don't ha- they have all these other people who we know because we watch wrestling, are these technical wizards, but they don't have that that that's thing, true. you know what I mean? And I think that's maybe why Hook is catching on so well because he's kind of a bit of both. Like he look at him and he'd go, who's that? That guy's got really crazy presence, and then he can go in the ring on top of it. But it would be one thing if, like, imagine if Hook was like six foot five and two hundred sixty pounds with three percent body fat, like, and was also like the male model and the crazy hair and the judo crazy expert, like all of that. It's <laughs> it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway. Um, I thought this match was, was, was really good. It was a cool little, um, back and forth between two different styles. Like it was almost kind of like the match that Layla would have to wrestle versus somebody like Jade because Chris, Chris yeah. is much bigger than she is.
1: And she also did that at the NWA women's yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, with to to,
0: Camille. Uh, yeah.
1: And Camille is not my favorite in the ring and to um, an incredibly well done match. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Chris Statlander, since coming back from her injury, is doing her best work, which is impressive in itself to come wow. back from that extensive of an injury. And she's been unreal. I thought that the match she had with Britt Baker was one of the most underrated. I think everybody keeps going back to Thunder Rosa and Britt, and I get it. But that that match was one of Britt's best. And part yeah. of the reason it was Britt's best is because what Chris did in it, realistically.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Lossper says, I'm um, oh, sorry, I'm going to go back to that one in a second. Um, hold on. Okay, we got this. Uh, Brian Moore says, I love when Taz breaks down people's strengths and technical advantages, especially women's competition. How good are Layla and Chris? They are very, 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 very good, both of them. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I miss uh, when he was like breaking down the moves when it was like Taz's moves thing. I think because yeah. he's a manager now, you don't want to do that too much. But That's I loved true. that.
0: That's true. Um, uh, Eternally lost says Layla is great, and I'm hoping with the refusal spot at the end that she's going to be leading somewhere. I need my pint sized powerhouse in gold. Yeah. So Chris uh, submitted her uh, with this with his like upside down crab thing that looked really painful, um, yeah, and cool. then. Um, she offered a hand to shake to Layla, and Layla said nope, and she walked away. And that's usually they don't usually do that spot for no reason. Usually, Correct. there's there's something beyond that. So I'm very intrigued to see what that what, what, what's going to come of that. But um, give me that as a feud, please. Sure. Run that
1: back a bunch. Honor is real to some of us, and Chris yeah. Statlander is. One yeah, of those
0: the thing the thing is that that um I. I, I think they have the roster and they have the time now um, to do three m- s- consistent women's feuds at a time. Once the TBS title is, is there, that's a feud for the TBS title, whatever's going on there. Whatever whatever the TBS champion is doing, if it's an open challenge or whatever, that's a thing that's going on every week. Whatever's going on with the women's, with the women's champion. Like you usually you have Britt just talking backstage, but like you could do something where people are have to like wrestle each other to get you know who's who's number two and three. They should have a match to see who actually gets the the Britt Baker match at the oh, like the
1: rankings would mean something. You I mean? don't know.
0: They they could be. You could make them mean something. They don't have to mean nothing. Like I get your frustration with them, but you could actually do something with them as opposed to just, "Hey, here are our rankings," and then they don't actually mean anything.
1: Oh, that's my thing. In or out, not this halfway right. thing. Um,
0: the mm. the other thing is that you could do a non-title, really fun ma- really fun feud that gets both of your uh, of those participants in that feud. Over to a point that they could be the next challenger for the TBS title, or the next person to go up against Brit because you, you you've done enough work outside of the title picture to actually bring them up to a point where we actually are rooting for one of one or both of them. Um, I think
1: like Sheeta and Deep have been doing, but like uh-huh. with the intention of going for the title. I think that's a very good call. Exactly, I've loved that's, that. That's
0: the point. Um, we got a couple of things about, about the Jade stuff. Mark Losper says AEW rarely does something that puts heat on them, as opposed to characters. Jay would be one of those moves for me. See, I'm not, I'm not willing to like. I, I, I would have to see how they handle her title reign. Like if if they're like she's gonna be champ for a year and yeah. she's only gonna work three minute matches. Yes, that would be terrible. I believe they'll have a plan for what they're going to do with with her and maybe she's going to get better. She's going to be tested. Whatever we're going to whatever we're going to go with, I I believe there's going to be something there. Um I don't I don't think they're making this decision lightly. I think they know they have something and they're they're planning on doing something there.
1: I also don't think this title is going to be something that's booked out for long term. Yeah. I think that should be a title that yeah. switches hands more often.
0: Yeah um j blood says they clearly see the opportunity to create a china-like star with massive crossover appeal in jade uh it's hard for a boss to not book her to win like she she does she looks like a a superhero like she really does like she does
1: i like the china comparison i hadn't thought of that which is it's an obvious one i probably should have but this is the other thing as much as i don't love it I do like it because what is the point of a monster who loses? That's mm-hmm. what's going on with Nyla Rose right now this whole yeah. time. That's been my complaint with her. She can never big, win the big one, mm-hmm. which is its own story. Um, But you can't have someone that's that charismatic, that big going around calling herself that bitch that loses. Right. That doesn't work. So no. I, I don't hate it. I think it's, it makes wrestling sense. It's just not my favorite type of wrestling sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, the Nir Guru says uh, that Brit's reign has only had feuds based on the rankings, so the confidence in having women's feuds outside of that have wavered. Although the Nirguru also wants it, as as, as so, so do I. Um, I, I. I yeah, I think I think it's all there. You just, you just need to do it. I don't feel like the, you have the roster, you have the time figured out. They, they've done a great job, I think, with the Sheeta and Deeb thing. That's they've done a awesome. great job with it, um, and, and I feel like. Maybe five, half dozen, like seven, eight women like have defined personalities and overarching stories of like where they're going to, who they have alliances with and rivalries with. And you can just plug them in whenever you need something, which is valuable. Like if you've actually created consistent characters, then you can figure out a way to use them whenever you need them, which is important then we just need to like figure out a way for you to need them more so they're on TV all the time.
1: It's like they're doing with the men's division.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You just would think do that you do would think that's not allowed, division. right? Um so so uh um, uh Valab says that Amiro is still stuck in the matrix. Boy is he ever. We got a Miro promo. And god, I love this guy and I just love that listen, give me every two weeks, give me one of these. If he's if he needs some time, still heal up from whatever he, whatever he's got going on, just just give me one of these every couple of weeks, and I'll be good. Because my goodness, this like and I, I he's just there in a completely white back in a void. He's in purgatory. He's
1: in purgatory.
0: He's in purgatory. Um, and he says, "You won't stop me becoming champion because we both know you don't have the balls." And I was like. Like, he he not only says, I don't think you have the balls, God. He says, we both know you don't have the balls. He is so confident in the testicular, like, vacancy (laughs) that God possesses, that he says that even God knows that there's zero balls.
1: Okay, here's the thing. You know I'm over the balls promo because we we get it three times a week. Here are the exceptions. When someone says testicular vacancy, that's fine. (laughs) When it's God, that's okay. And when somebody starts just on commentary calling it a yam bag, that's also okay because that happened last week. I feel like it it, it feels like they're listening to the people on being over the balls promo because now it's done this way where it's. He he told God he doesn't have the balls. Can God even redeem these nuts? Like, how does this even work? <laughs> uh, I have so many questions. I'm loving this Romero. I think oh, he might God, be your next it's... challenger for for Paige. if he's healthy. I think he's a great next up for Adam Page after this Danielson stuff is is resolved.
0: He like he, I also just love like he's uh, some of these promos. The certain the certain turns of, like again. Like I love it because it's all it's parody. It's obviously really well written parody because he does things like you stand between a man and his flexible hot wife. Like, like that's like that's like that's not the thing. Because also he'll do that, which is obviously written as a joke. And then he'll do something and deliver it so seriously, like I will look into my opponent's faces and I will I will ask him why. What have they done? And I will make them all burn. And then you will either take joy in my cruelty or shame in yours. That's fucking Shakespeare, man. That's like the, like, like you're railing against God to the heavens and I will punish everyone until you allow me to be your favorite champion again. And until then you must take joy in my cruelty or you must be, you must take shame in your cruelty to me. Like that's really, really great shit. I don't understand who's like, where these are coming from, but I love them so much. And
1: how do you lock to your point? How do you lock that up in the same thing as him saying my hot, flexible Uh, wife in these promos, like it's so great. I've said a couple of times that like, there's been a lot of oh when the chains come off from WWE this is what we get the two guys that I I truly don't understand how you miss have been Miro and Malachi Black for in- very different reasons um but the the how do you miss what's in front of you factor with Miro just keeps being reiterated to me over and over again every time we see this because he's so great and um. I think there's a lot of value with him winning. And I think his title reign was so wonderful, but he's also a guy that can eat some losses because the story is so it's about his relationship with God right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he loses to Adam page, he's not going to be hurt by that. Cause he's just gonna, it's going to develop his character and his story further. And it's, it's been just awesome. This has been so much fun to see Miro
0: grow into this version of himself. J. Blood says, uh, God has no balls, theologically sound, and a serious flex. Um, Amir F. says, God sent Miro to the white space, and he's trying to get out. Uh, Brent Lockman says, Miro was born on Christmas. This is true. And he's feuding with God. So does he just have daddy issues, which would make Miro Jesus? And I'm really into that story. That's, That's a hell of a twist. I like that a lot. I like that um, a lot
1: too. I also said is saw someone say, is the white room he's in, is he in an asylum? Has he gone crazy because of his relationship with God? I don't hate that either.
0: Could be. Could That's be. That's fun. Um uh so uh Thomas LaValley says the Mary Hookmas. Uh, birthday boy Miro is gonna be fighting with with God with birthday boy Jesus and special guest referee. Keep cool, gabagools. Um, I mean, we've
1: seen God in the ring before. He's 2-0. He's undefeated in tag competition, so see how he does against someone other than the McMahons. Oh, Shawn boy. Michaels at his side.
0: Yeah. Uh, J-Blood has said something about the the entirety of, uh, of this episode. Four bangers. Miro publicly plotting the murder of God. <laughs> Hook no-selling the greetings from Asbury Park. And Cody... Gives the audience what they love to hate. We got a Cody Rhodes versus Sammy little promo thing here, um, and uh, you know, and 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 Cody never spoke during this thing with Mark Henry.
1: But you know, Arn, who did. Arn. Clock Anderson, baby. Uh, and he's like,
0: you yeah. know, like, you know, you know, son. He says to Sammy. Uh, wrestlers your age and your size usually refer to me as Mr. Anderson. And I was just like, like he's he's too small to call you Arn. It's just a wonderful, like, old school, stupid old man thing to say. Um, And and then Sammy's like, he's disrespectful blatantly to both uh, Arn and Cody, and he walks off. And Cody never gets to talk because uh, Mark Henry says, it's time for the main event and uh, and then it, and it was. Um, and it was a really, really, really good match. Um I, I did love in Sammy's promo, he says that two years ago, this would have been a bigger match for me than you. Um, but I'm the champion, and you're the challenger. So stop trying to make it look like I'm trying to live up to you now, um, which I love was great. And the match played out in that way. Um, i thought I thought it was a a, a really well plotted out match. Um, I think, uh, had the match happened, like ever watching the match live, like it was on a dynamite or a live episode of rampage, I would have been really shocked that they decided to go this route. The fact that it was taped and on Christmas and it was just like, all right, I see you, Cody. I, I, I see what you're doing. Um, but like he had he did two two crossroads and then a tiger driver f- he faked the, the the pedigree that that's gonna be the moment yes. now that's the moment when he hits yeah. the pedigree we will know that he has he's done it um that he has done what he's what he's set out to do and that's that's that is going to be the cherry on top of the full Cody heel turn when he does the pedigree um I'll tell you like, I don't hate it yet. We'll see where this, what this rain is, but I, I, I think it's one of those deals of like, Cody, C- Cody is setting this up. This is the, yeah. the, 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 the Cody slow burn turn. Um, Is, is a, is a storyline worth uh, using this belt for. I think can, did, I guess we could look back on it in a year and and if they haven't actually gone through with it yet, or if they did and it didn't work or whatever, um, then maybe we'll be we can look back and say we were wrong. But I think it's worth um, doing this title change, depending on what comes after it. Um, but I I it looks very very much like he's going to be moving on uh, immediately into a thing with Scorpio Sky and or Ethan Page. Uh, they've already done the, the legwork setting that up. So that's uh I mean I think Scorpio Sky is one of those guys who 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 should have a who should have a, a, t- a TNT title run. Uh, I don't think it needs to be a long one either. So it might be one of those things that we may see two transitional champs in a row yes. to get to something that we that, that there might be something of a longer one. Um I will say this though. I really do like Sammy. I think he's really, really good in the ring. I think he's, I think he's really talented. I, th- I thought that his, that his, this, that his, as a baby face, he's re- as a fiery kind of like a cocky little bitch kind of a baby face. You know, like you, like this guy's, this guy says a lot of, he talks a lot of shit, but he can back it up, type of guy. I think it's, I, I think it works. I will say that I was livid when they took the belt off of Miro. put it on sammy this is now months ago i was like miro's been white hot like like everyone's like oh but you can't sammy's momentum it's been crazy like has it though like yeah he got the, the the pin in the in the double or nothing stamp cm stampede match but he's just still just jericho's kid brother that's that's all he's been and and that's what i thought when he won the match and people like, and I was like, I know he can wrestle. I'm not saying he's not going to have good matches as the TNT champion. I'm just saying like, what are we doing with an overall story arc for him? And it still feels like even with Jericho gone, that his biggest character trait is Jericho's kid brother. And I feel like that's not his fault. That's what they've decided to do with both him and, and the title reign. Um, And I feel like that's kind of a misstep in that way, but because they misstepped with his title reign booking so far, not that I'm saying the matches were bad. I'm saying that there's no real cohesive story for him. I think you can do this title change for Cody because that story is so much more important than whatever it is you got going on with Sammy. I think Sammy's Sammy's really good. And the, the question of where does he go from here? I don't know. There's literally 100 dudes he could start wrestling next week and have a feud with, you know? He doesn't have to be tied to Chris Jericho, especially now that Chris Jericho's gone.
1: Yeah, that's my biggest complaint. So my complaints with Sammy's reign are similar to yours. I don't like that he didn't win it at a pay-per-view. I don't like that he didn't drop it at a pay-per-view. I don't like that... I don't think he defended it at a pay-per-view because we were getting off the inner circle nonsense with the, like, there's a bunt cake, Minnesota street fight, or whatever that was. So it just doesn't make a title feel important. His whole reign got mired. I I wanted it to stay on Miro. I didn't hate it dropping to Sammy because I feel like Miro...
0: Miro Miro's my guy, obviously. like He's I your dude. The guy that, yeah.
1: But I also get what you're saying. If you're gonna... I felt like Miro had made the belts and the belt had made Miro. And if you've done that, you've had a successful reign. My problem was when they had him drop it, that should be a moment, right? That should do something for the guy because Miro has been a monster. So having Sammy, it feels like Nakamura having the IC title and working with Rick Boogs, having Sammy be your champion in a stable not really defending it while they're in that mired storyline with Godforsaken Dan Lambert and one
0: it, yeah, it was one pay-per-view cycle during his title reign, and he was part of a ten man tag
1: and you not know? even a good one, like you know, in my opinion, it so. was like goofy. and it wasn't like he was in a stable like it was him and then proud and Powerful also had titles. They were not a dominant stable um so and then it was. I felt like his reign was just getting going and they ended it. Now I agree with you. A great way to turn someone heel is to have him drop the title to one of the four pillars and then uh, take it away from one of the four pillars. And I think I've said it for a while. Cody's going to give a promo about the, the whole reason this company even exists is because of him. And they started booing him for no reason and whatever. And I think he's going to give a promo that we're going to talk about for decades. I think that promo, when it happens, is going to be incredible. Because I think Cody is great at that. I don't... I get I get why people have their issues with the promo. I don't fully understand why people started booing Cody outside of that. I don't get the narrative that he was constantly booking himself over. Because he beat a go-go pretty much booked himself to lose every other feud than that. I think he got handcuffed by the fact that Malachi black is really fucking cool. And people wanted to cheer for that guy.
0: I I think, I I think that's to me, that's, that's the one uh, for me is, is, is where he had the match with Malachi shows up, attacks him. He has the first match with Malachi. Malachi dominates him in like six minutes. And and while he he was
1: like, we live in a world where, and then he like, Right. Kicked his head off. He, yeah, like, he, he,
0: yeah, he he set that up as, as almost like a joke. But then he starts like taking the boot off. He takes the one boot off and whatever, and it's like teasing retirement, right? Um I think it would have been just great if he had just left and we didn't know. When we would see Cody again. And it felt like he came back like in three weeks. I mean, yeah. it probably wasn't that 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 quick, but it felt like he came back in like three weeks. It was like, no, 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 no. Like, l- let us miss you. Like, if you're gonna come back, make it a big arc. Like, I don't, I mean, I feel like that was because you could have just had like Malachi running through all the of your all of your boys while you're gone and, and just decimating them. And where is Cody? Where is Cody? Will Cody come back? And it didn't, they didn't give it enough time to do that. They yeah. didn't give it enough time to, to do that, to do that properly. Um
1: I am glad they're turning him though. This feels like what they should have done with Cena, in my opinion. I get why they didn't do it with Cena either. But like when you start getting mixed reactions, to me, the fun thing is yeah. to do is lean into the lean into the booze. And I think it's gonna be really, really good when it happens. And I think the belt is a good way to get you there. And it protects Sammy from an uneventful title reign um, because it doesn't really matter who Cody drops to until they build the story, right? Um, And I'm not convinced this isn't maybe the first return that we have. Maybe Cody takes this, turns heel, and then Sammy wins it right back. Or um, maybe this is a feud that continues for a little bit and makes Sammy in a different way or whatever. I'm hoping what happens is we get heel Cody with this belt. He drops it, but in his heelness, uses this to override what he had said about never challenging for the title. And we get like Miro, and then maybe like another maybe MJF or something, and Cody with Adam Page. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, Cody versus Adam Page, and he's just breaking everything he said he would do. Like, yeah, no, that, let's that's, get to power hungry Cody. I like that's, that.
0: That's that's the thing is that if it, it, that that I think the problem is is i there's a multiverse of 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 things that i want to happen with this page rain there's all these people that i want to take it from him because i think it will it'll make everybody um and i think the absolutely the person i think who needs the rub the least probably has the absolute most impactful storyline which is cody like like there's like if he were to somehow bait um Adam page into demanding that Adam, that, that, that Cody get a title shot and then deliberately cheat to win. And then he hit the pedigree to become AEW champion, which he promised he would never become like, like creating like the mega heel that not like he runs the business. Like in kayfabe, he could run Tony Khan out. And say I'm in charge now. I'm the reason this place even exists. Oh man! You, like, you what could if do... that's
1: how we got to Punk?
0: I mean, oh. you, could, you could do a lot of interesting things, man. Um, the, the the stuff that that I want, maybe notwithstanding, like that's that's probably the best, the biggest story you could do with Adam Page uh, dropping the title. But there's there's a long way to go before we get there because yes. I just you know. Uh, there's there's stuff there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, Amir F says I don't hate Cody as much as others, though I think his entrance is over the top. Kranik every time. it's it's designed to. He's the only one who gets to enter from neither tunnel. He clums climbs up from below, uh lit like an angel. like it's just crazy. Uh, he he ascends from hell, lit from heaven in the middle. He is neither good nor evil. Yeah, he's he knows he knows what he's doing, and I I almost hate him for it. Um, Do you uh, remember
1: Sen- being the elite when they had silver to like something something Cody Rhodes? Yeah, it was. I I feel like they're very good at making fun of that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sensei Tiswald. Uh, I love the fact that the in the act of Cody setting up the Tiger Driver ninety eight, he teases the pedigree every time he ever hits it. I will pop so hard. He's he's he is definitely teasing that and that is going to be the moment that's going to be the moment when that happens yeah,
1: um, he's used a golden shovel and a sledgehammer like he knows yeah, what he's
0: he doing what, yeah. <laughs> um i think uh <clears throat> daniel r says i think cody should say how everybody is lying nobody likes him and then bang out comes keith lee and keith, keith lee beats him with the title for his first night um and he says thank you for doing this on christmas Listen. You're welcome. Um. Uh. This was 13 uh, thirteen, thirteen years ago. Christmas 2008 uh, was my first and only Christmas in Los Angeles, and my roommates had left for the uh for the for Christmas to so, like go home, um. And I, I was working at a Macy's, and I was working on Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas, and it wasn't worth it to like fly home. To be with my parents for for one Christmas, for the Christmas day, and that was it. Uh, I needed the job at Macy's because I needed to make rent. It was terrible, and I was like, I I really wanted to get hired on like as beyond a seasonal worker. I really want this job. I know I'm doing well. I'm impressing the people. They didn't hire me on. They fired me. But um uh, but I was like, I'm gonna stay. So I was at, I was in an apartment in Sherman Oaks by myself on Christmas. With with like the presents my parents, this is before FaceTime. So like I could like call my parents over the phone and like open the presents that they sent me through the mail. And I was like, Oh, hey, thanks. I really needed these socks. Like, it was just the like the I know how Christmas night can suck for people in a lot of different ways. For me, that's mine. There's other people who just like I don't really need to be around my family right now, or I'm somehow I'm working, whatever. Like, we were driving around to see Christmas lights. Every McDonald's in Milwaukee is open with a drive-thru line around the block. And I'm like, don't you, what are you people this Christmas night? Anyway, <sighs> uh, I'm happy to do this on Christmas. My wife and my daughter are upstairs asleep. And this is, this is just, this is my therapy.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> no, this I is celebrated not. with my loved ones and I'm slightly bummed that my sister has COVID. So I was like, sign me up, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's we have a good little community here we
0: do and i like like, yeah that's good um techno vixen says they should honestly set up the next storyline for sammy to be kip savi and coming back and targeting him, running back the first pinning sammy every took of the company four pillar pinned by fallen pillar feeding to kips underrated and over it that's interesting but I I I I have I have not even thought about Kip Sabian in a very long time since Miro tried to murder him and then gave him a hug. Like, Correct. I haven't thought about him in a while, but that would be an interesting thing since they did have that match very early on in, in Dynamite. I'm
1: wondering, I don't. I always like hate hypothesizing on things because I don't. Sean didn't tell me anything. This isn't like news. I'm wondering if because his contract was in the match. I think that was expired or expiring. I'm wondering if it's if it's. Tough news for him because mm-hmm. he has been wearing a box on his head to no avail. Mm. Um, but that's good creative. That's more creative than anybody's given him. So yeah.
0: <laughs> uh volub says adrenaline in my soul.
1: Adrenaline Three. in
0: my soul. <laughs> something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Three-time champion, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh sheesh. Mary hook, Miss Filthy Animals, and may Gabagul be with you and also with you, Vallab. Um so Ryan Lambert. That's
1: the thing with this is like I don't like it and I'm not supposed to like it. Yeah. That's like the that's the gimmick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Ryan Lambert says, Merry Saturday, Alex and Kate. So did Cody die for our sins tonight, seeing as he won on Christmas? Um, I think the Christmas thing is a very, very important thing with the Greensboro Coliseum and David Crockett is there. They used to run really big shows on Christmas, Christmas night, back in the day of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Um, so I think that's kind of a, a nod, a very, very important thing for Cody to, to do it on Christmas. Um, uh, Tyler Van says... Cody's going to change the black strap to stars and stripes. Go full Homelander. God bless AEW. I wouldn't put it past him. I like that. Um, uh, J. Blood says, I know we keep discussing Cody as if the turn hasn't happened. But isn't this how you work heel to a smart audience? I mean, it's possible that the turn's already happened and we haven't seen it yet. But I mean, like, there's going to be a moment where it's undeniable. Like, it's just, you know, and it's
1: undesirable to undeniable. I think, yeah, I to me, beating someone if the narrative, though, in my opinion, is false. Because if you look at Cody's, well, if you look at Cody and you look at everybody else, yeah. like he he hasn't booked himself that way. But to then fulfill that on Christmas feels very, very healed to me. Right. So I think it's coming real soon.
0: Um, Ty Noel says, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way I thought the main event was fine I uh, abhor the finish Cody has not need to win the TNT TET Championship To turn heel um, Well, I don't think this is That yet um, Far be it from me to ever say this to anybody I think we need to let it play out <gasps> I know, I know I'm, I'm such a hypocrite
1: No, because we get I don't have a problem with letting things play out. If I feel like you're not rewriting the show 14 minutes before it goes on. Yeah. Tony Khan knew who he wanted his first four champions to be in the first two years of the company. And it stayed that way. Yeah. That never happens. So I don't have a problem with letting things play out. I have a problem with getting punished for letting things create play out (laughs) because they don't play out. But in this case, I think I will because I think, Cody doesn't know what he's doing. Like he's he's too smart at this.
0: Yeah. Uh, The nerd guru says, "Merry Christmas. Keep cool, Gabagool, and And also also with you." you. Hook is our Lord and Savior. Since Miro will be killing God, and f Cody Rhodes. Why did Miro lose then? Why? Why? Now Cody feuds with Dan Lambert. Yikes. Um. I mean, that's the next thing he's going to do. I don't know if it's if it's you know a long thing he's going to do, but. I mean, just feel like they're, you know, starting in that direction. If
1: they wanted to turn him back face, the best way you could do that with me is have him kick Dan Lambert into oblivion and never appear yeah, on my
0: screen again. That would that would be that'd be it. Uh, Ryan Largent says, "I think Cody is more screwing around with Smarks who are on the Cody is basically Triple H slash Cody Lander train with the shovel and double underhook." Um, I mean, like that. Th- there there are lots of layers to this. Like it is. Depending on your own proclivities, you can see what he's doing in different lights, and I think that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, um, and he's
1: a big nerd about it, right? Yeah. And wasn't he wearing, like, Homelander gear?
0: Yeah, of course. I don't know things um,
1: in that world very well, but, like, he's very intentional with these things, you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Malachi also enters from center as a foil to Cody's entrance. That's true. He doesn't only really enter from center, the lights go out, and he's just positioned there. I'm sorry, so- what
1: happens? <laughs> Lights go out! Something, something, <laughs> something, something, Cody Rhodes.
0: Uh, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. A love me some soba says, Kate sounds like when Cornette tries to sing Cult of Personality. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't compare me to Cornette. No, nobody needs that. No, Nobody needs that that. Oh,
1: thank you. Um, I will take like a double cheeseburger, though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Salt says, and this is true, I forgot about this spot. Hope those fans that Cody hit with Sammy Guevara are okay. Uh, He powerbombed Sammy or I think over the barricade into into a bunch of fans and like um, one of them was like, oh, oh, my head. Uh, uh." And another guy was like, no, Cody, don't do it. Don't and so that was their obvious, obvious plant, super
1: is, not plants,
0: which 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 is like Mitch, the plant, was less of a plant than those plants.
1: That was like Von Wagner telegraphing
0: <laughs> to everyone upset over this Cody win. Just remember it's only smoke and mirrors. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't feel like we can get too upset with. I mean, if you're a super. Sammy Guevara fan, I get it because I was really upset about Miro losing and I'm a super Miro mark. Um, and it wasn't like, I hate Sammy. It was just like, no, Miro should have the title forever. So I totally get it if you're a Sammy person, but I feel like we have to wait and see what, the, what this new Cody Rhodes reign is personally. Um, yeah. Alan Marks says, remember the Black Mist? Perhaps Cody is merely doing the ultimate bidding of the House of Black. I mean, there's there's a lot there there's, there's a lot, of, a lot of, of people options. lined
1: up to fight Cody Rhodes.
0: Yeah, a lot. Um, um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna get rid of all the rest of these um, uh, AEW super chats and humper chats, and then we'll then we'll then we'll quickly try and go through SmackDown. <laughs> uh,
1: humper chats, we... super chats, and hooker chats. Hooker chat. We need that
0: domain too. Um, yeah, we we need hooker chats. Um, so uh we might get some real weirdos. <laughs> the nerd get, guru like, says, says that he is them. manifesting a team of hook and Brian Danielson called Ooh. Crouching a Hook Hidden Dragon, <laughs> or same thing with Kyle, just called heel hook. Ooh. Yeah.
1: That one I like better. If I have Danielson in a stable. I actually put this out in into the Twitterverse. And almost everybody said if Danielson was going to have a stable. They want uh, Daniel Garcia in it. And Jonathan Gresham to come over and be in it.
2: Hmm.
1: Which I like. I like that yeah.
0: idea. Um, Mark Kane says, do you think there's any significance to Darby's face paint on Wednesday? And Sammy's gear tonight being close to the same shade of pink. Uh, maybe. I mean, uh, paying tribute to, to 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 Owen, to Brett on the night that the Owen is fo- formally announced, I think it's possible. Um, I don't know if it's like over, like, significance in like, oh, they're going to form a team now. But like, it was just like, you know, hey, tonight's a good night to wear pink.
1: Yeah. And Darby, I feel like, was a tribute to Surfer Sting as much as anything. And yep. Punk was transitional Sting. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daniel R says, "Random question: What is the one idea you want to happen in AW that is your random I- that is your random idea? Ooh, uh, for me, it is Wardlow taking off his jacket and having a Four Pillars shirt where he is on it instead of MJF, and that's where he turns." Which
1: is- I like that idea, but we already <laughs> had Britt Baker replaced. I know,
0: but I, it does have a it does have a very a very a very uh, <laughs> Um, festival of friendship thing where like MJF would look at Wardlow's shirt and say, hey, why am I not on this? <laughs> oh no! Power bomb, power bomb, power bomb, power bomb power bomb, power bomb, power bomb power bomb! Um, that would be fun. Um,
1: I really want Danielson and Punk, and I think Punk put this out there, but I wanted it first. I want a Danielson and, and Punk tag run and then to do some, some work with the Bucks. I think that would be very fun.
0: Yeah. T. Daniel Barber uh, says the AEW rankings mean about as much as the UFC rankings. So, absolutely nothing until the company wants to matter. It's but
1: they call it a heat chart in the UFC, not rankings. Oh, well. I'd have, but it's not meant, it's just meant to tell you who's important in the company. It's yes. not meant to set up the number one contender. I want clarity around my rankings. Is that so much to ask?
0: Uh well, we, we forgot. Uh there's there was an Eddie Kingston uh promo backstage. Partner. He said, yeah, he says, uh Daniel Garcia, you did what you had to do. Actually, I kind of respect it. I like I love that. I love the idea of like, yeah, you rolled me up and you got a fistful of tights. I would have done the same thing to you. I like, I think that's that's a really cool. Little thing to do, and like they're gonna have a, a like we started this feud. Well, not started it, but like the last time we had a match, it was five on five. Well, next week it's gonna be three on three, which is the opposite of the way things usually work, but okay. Uh, I, I eventually we're gonna get back down to a singles match again. Um, I mean, I feel like this is something they're doing with Eddie because it's fun, he likes doing it. It gets Daniel Garcia on TV more. 2.0 is entertaining. Let's just keep this thing going. And I think it's it's part of it is the is the Eddie Kingston becoming better friends with uh LAX, like basically reforming LAX. Um so that when Jericho comes back, he'd be like, Hey, those are my friends, you're not allowed to play with my friends, they're mine. Um then Eddie
1: Kingston will be like, They're my partners, partners. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Kingston on swerve confident podcast worth listening to. Yeah. Just amazing to hear someone with that thick of a Yonkers accent talking about how he's so emotionally evolved, like him talking so vulnerably and sincerely. Cause they talk about the Players tribute article and all these things in his accent and his just like Nick's hoodie. Yeah. It's, it's the greatest. It's the best. Um, but, yeah, Eddie Kingston is perfect and can do no wrong. He is, like, right there with punk for me. Oh, the best. They really gave oh. me all my punk dream matches out of the gate. I was like, oh, Eddie and MJF, when we get to those, and they were like, here is immediately what you asked
0: for. <laughs> um, Brett Lockman says, uh, random words at the dinner table today. Eddie Kingston feels like the kind of person who would only kill you if it had to be with his bare hands. So is a very interesting thing to say at the dinner table. Uh, a joyous hookmas to the both of you and to you and to you. Um, uh, I got something we got something saying here. This, this, this is interesting and also really scary to me. Dylan Bishop says after the show, Toadie told the crowd to stop booing him since the cameras were off, and then Hook came out and slapped him. Bring that shit to TV ASAP. Now, this is what I'm talking about with doing too much too soon with the kid, like this. I don't, I I don't know if we're, if we're, if we're here yet, uh, just objectively, like, I don't know that we're here yet. And I worry about the overall health of this company more than I, I want, do I want to see Cody versus hook? Hell yes, I do. Do I, do I worry about what that, what that means for like the whole, like, it might be like, Hey, like, this just feels like, Hey, everybody likes hook let's put a title on him after two matches feels like a thing mm. that this company shouldn't do.
1: I don't think they're going to do that. I think he might get a title shot too soon, which is still too soon. But I also think this might've been Christmas and you have someone who's turning heel and just a real hot hand right now. And I think him coming out and slapping him right now doesn't mean that the matches okay. it's, it's a W man. They plant these seeds. They have they have seats planted since before the company started. They had Juventude Guerrero on. Yeah. Uh, I don't appar- think it means it's immediate.
0: Apparently, Cody said that he will face him the next time they come back to Greensboro. So,
1: oh, okay, okay. All,
0: right. all right. I'm sure I mean, this is all. all right. It's all long term storytelling. That's all fine. They do. We're all right. Um, hey, not- remember how I said uh, that uh, you should put down your um your five dollars. Um, yeah. your single crystal Put down your five crisp dollar bills that you got in your stocking, um, uh, and and you should subscribe to FIFO Select. Well, Salt said I put the five dollars down on my desk. Why is nothing happening? <laughs> and I said oh. that you should you should take your five dollar bills down to Western Union uh-huh. and then wire us the money, and that's how we'll do it. And detta De- 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 Common said if you enjoyed Alex's Western Union reference, stay tuned for his upcoming 100 collect ad. That's something... dial
1: down the center
0: yeah exactly um, so uh, I'm just saying on Fightful Select we don't have ads correct but on, on the regular YouTube we have ads
1: That is just.
0: Correct. I'm just saying and I don't know if this is like the most Christmassy ad to play but it's the one I was told I had to play so
2: I hear you. times are rough We just got out of uh, a a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard-knock life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard-cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use bluechew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need. And it ships straight to your door, Bluechew.com And the code fight will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are free. Use that promo code fightful. Hard cock life.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Hard cock life. Indeed. <laughs> um, so, uh, there was also, um, uh, SmackDown, uh, last night. I heard
1: there's a, there was a show that happened. There was
0: a show. There was a show. Rob Reed said, I completely f- forgot SmackDown was on last night, uh, with good reason. Um, uh, just, just, just quickly through the things that don't matter at all. <laughs> um, um, the thing that matters the least could not matter less, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre in the New Day uh, faced Madcap Moss and the Usos in the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Um, both Baron Corbin, who was at ringside though not in the match, and Madcap Moss had eggnog poured on them.
1: Didn't Becky Lynch also have eggnog poured on her?
0: Was that a thing? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I think, think so. It- was I, that, I
1: saw a clip of it online. If they went to an eggnog spot multiple times, I
0: mean, I, there's no, there's no Becky Lynch in this particular episode of SmackDown. I, I don't know when when that happened, but
1: uh oh, maybe that was on Raw. That would make sense.
0: Mad, Madcap Moss um got eggnog poured on him twice, and then somebody threw a big present that hit him in the back of the head. Um, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know unprotected present shots guys let's, let's let's just close let's close the book on that
1: knock it off
0: um he he got put back in the ring and he got a claymore and was pinned i ask you again why the hell would anybody want to see this match on a pay-per-view like what is the why would you do that on day 1 like what is what is that we've already we've now we've already seen like drew claymore him and pin him like I don't understand why we would why we would do that.
1: But. You know what's kind of fun with Drew? I'm like he might be the one to dethrone Roman, or he might lose to Mad Cat Moss next week. Who knows? They don't know. Like he's either like a serious contender for Roman, or he could, or he could just lose to Mad Cat Moss next week.
0: Yeah, um,
1: they don't know what they're doing.
0: Uh no, they don't. Um, and this was the main event of the show. Like, after two matches that, like, mattered. Like, seriously, one was a freaking, like, long-ass gauntlet match to set up a number one contendership. One was for the women's title. This is Mm -hmm. your main event. It's time
1: for your main event. Uh, Why is Mad Cat Moss in any main
0: event? I don't know. Um, uh, Kofi jumped off the top rope with two platters full of cookies. And and slam dunked them on top of um, the Usos heads.
1: Okay, uh, that's or neat.
0: Uh, it was something. At least we didn't see the New Day pin the Usos again. That's at least that wasn't the thing that we had to slip through again. This was terrible. Uh, I mean, every Miracle on 4th Street fight is is usually pretty bad, but okay. Um, we got a we got a, a a Paul Heyman interview, which is what I which is what I thought they were going to do. He got interviewed by Kayla Braxton in a pre-taped interview backstage sitting in a, in a chair and he hasn't shaved and he's been crying and he's it's red-faced and puffy. That's that's what he does. Um, and so like, um, so uh, uh, Paul, it's been a week since you were uh, fired by Roman Reigns publicly and then he, then he seizes on the word publicly. He says, publicly? Yes, publicly. Yes, I'll tell you what happened. I told Roman Reigns the truth, publicly, and then he punched me in the face, publicly, and honestly I don't know if I'm going to have to retire, publicly, and then he stops and drinks a whole glass of water, really, really loudly, like, I, I okay, hold on, I have to like get the top off of this thing, I do.
1: You could have this man be in charge of your entire creative. <sighs>
0: Um, uh, it 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 was it was it was obviously like. Um, he says that. What what am I gonna do? I was like, what's next for Paul Heyman? What am I gonna do? Go to NXT, pick out some diamond in the rough, manage him, bring him up. I was like, Paul Heyman managing Braun Breaker wouldn't be a terrible thing. Like Braun can talk, but like, like if that's like, I here's the new Brock Lesnar. This guy, I um, mean, and like, the, if the first time Ooh. we ever see Braun Breaker on the main roster, he's Paul Heyman is his advocate. Like, just shoot him to the top. That's it. I mean,
1: may I didn't think about. Everybody's been talking about Braun and Roman, and Brock and Roman. What if they give us someone else at Mania? Yeah, and they do mm-hmm. Brock and Breaker, Brock and Break. <sighs> what if they're a tag team called Brock and Breaker? I don't yeah. think that's what's gonna happen. I think Paul Heyman is going to run back into the very enormously large arms of, of Brock Lesnar. But that I would be interested in in Paul Heyman managing later
0: him. later in the night they gave us a very long uh video package detailing the history of Paul Heyman's career because he's probably gonna retire. Don't you understand? He's gonna retire. Like they're, they are, they're like, basically like, this is, this is the video that will play when he gets elected into the hall of fame because he's retiring guys, Paul Heyman is definitely retiring. That's what we all want you to think. Like, it was just like, you didn't need to do that. You could have had the, the interview fine, but the video package was like, Oh, so he's definitely turning and joining Brock Lesnar or this whole thing with Roman was all just a ruse. To get Brock to think that it wasn't gonna be, it's one of those two things. It's uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like now. Now this is interesting. Brett Lockwood <laughs> says the the Brock and Break Express. I want the Brock and Break Connection.
1: I like that too, but Brock has to have two K's.
0: Brock con- and Connection and Break con- would
1: have to have K's.
0: Connection. That's hard to say. Yep. Um, in reference to the um to the miracle on thirty-fourth street fight, WWE really is like the Twilight Zone episode where everyone had to bend to the whims of the child in order to not get erased from existence, huh? Like it's it really is. Like don't make the child angry, otherwise we will we will be we will be killed. That's basically working with, with oh man.
1: My hometown of Binghamton, New York has hmm. like three claims to fame. One of them is that the creator of the Twilight Zone, whose name is escaping my mind, Rob yeah. Something. Yes. Is from Binghamton. Paul Riser also went to school at SUNY Binghamton. And wow. we are also known for our carousels for some reason, oh. which probably has historical significance that I never cared about.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Not really. Interesting. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. Um, um Mark Losper says you're half right, Kate. He could lose a madcap moss and dethrone Roman.
1: That's a very good point, because nothing matters.
0: Nothing matters. So
1: well played. Touché.
0: Yeah, there you go. Nothing matters. Um, we got the... Um, oh, oh, Ricardo El Idolo says, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. All hail. Yes! All hail. Uh, and all Merry Queen. Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas
1: and happy birthday, Robert O'Neill. Um, yeah. And happy Hookmas. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Brent Lockman says, $5 because one of you watched SmackDown, so I didn't have to. I watched the Muppet <laughs> Family Christmas instead twice. Now, that's a, that's a fine Christmas special. What I if I told that you
1: one? that I watched that and not SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> I had it on while I was wrapping someone else's gifts because they don't oh, know how to wrap gifts.
0: No. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> that's me. I'm all thumbs. Um, we got this uh, Intercontinental title gauntlet match and I want to make sure I have the, the order right because it's very important um remember um is they were in they, they taped this in Chicago which is Mustafa Ali's hometown he wasn't allowed to be in this match they said, you, you know just stay home we don't we don't want you here we got nothing for you we we got stuff for these people let's let's list all of them there we go um uh let's see uh shanky and Jinder and Eric and Ivar and Angel, and Humberto, and Drew Gulak, and Mansoor. Uh, and I guess are, I'm fine an, with with I Ricochet, see, and Sammy and Sheamus, and Cesaro being in it.
1: It's Over an IC title gauntlet and three tag teams?
0: Yes, because they have to have 12. It's a 12 Days of Christmas gauntlet match. You have to have 12 guys. Why yeah. do you have six of them in tag teams? Because there aren't enough people on SmackDown, Kate. Okay? Because Mustafa Ali is not allowed to wrestle, he's not allowed to wrestle. Kate, I don't want to have to explain this again. Why
1: didn't you have your? Oh my God! Why didn't he, Rick Boogs wasn't in it to even make he's, it remote? No,
0: no, he's not allowed to be in it. He's he's, he's he's he has to he has to play Nakamura to the ring so they can stand around awkwardly and watch the gauntlet match all one hour of it. And yes, that's a thing that happens.
1: This is uh, the AW rankings of gauntlet matches. Yes, it is. Meaning it stinks.
0: Back from the break. Uh we, the break. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on.
1: Why uh, not have an NXT talent in it?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. It's Intercontinental Championship match. Um, uh, so the first, the first people are uh, Mansoor and uh, an Angel. Angel Garza beats Mansoor. So it's a good thing we we did that whole storyline. With him and Mustafali, and then put him over at Sands of Time. Um, it's a good thing we did all that to have him go out first in this gauntlet match. That was fun, um, and to not I,
1: have Mustafali in this because no, why, why would he you lost? Have a story? He lost that
0: match though, so we did. So so he's 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 out. Yeah, so they've um,
1: never run stuff back before.
0: No. Um. Then, uh. So Mansour's out. Then Angel Garza p- pins. Uh. Is able is fights Eric. Eric the Viking, uh, from the Viking Raiders. And, uh, and he, he beats Eric with the same exact move because God help, Like we got to have angel Garza that can only win matches one way. He can only hit his, his wing clipper and that's it. That's all he can do because he has no other moves according to Vince. Um, and then, uh, uh, now he's gone through two very tough matches. And so out comes Shanky and Shanky beats angel in one move, like with a clothesline, and then like an elbow and a hip toss and like some weird do you remember mojo raleigh's old hyperdrive move it's kind like of like that course. except you go all of the all of the floor it's bad shanky's bad which is why he after beats he beats angel he loses to ivar uh pretty quickly
1: so you and wouldn't sh- have the tag team beat each other to create some sort of interest
0: no that's not no it's not how no we're not going to have no intrigue no intrigue kate it's christmas eve Then Sheamus Sheamus is out with Ridge Holland, who's not in in the the gauntlet match. It's very important that Shanky is in the gauntlet match and both Viking Raiders, because we wouldn't want Ridge Holland to be in this match where he might have to fight against his mentor, Sheamus. You know, intrigue. Intrigue's not allowed. So um, so then we had uh, uh, Ivar versus Sheamus, and Sheamus uh, beats Ivar. Um, he is a, a brogue kick via uh, that And then Cesaro comes out next Can we get Cesaro versus Versus Sheamus That's some intrigue kind of Except for you know it's a distraction finish It's a distraction finish because Ridge Holland distracts Cesaro And Cesaro is not a ring veteran He's only had a few matches in his career And so he's easily distracted By Ridge Holland And he turns right around to a brogue kick And he gets eliminated
1: you would then, think that they would create something interesting just by accident uh-uh. like they had to go out of their way to make this boring yeah. i am so I'm so oh, upset it was I didn't it was it. it
0: was the least interesting entertaining anything gauntlet match ever it was terrible um ricochet he runs out and because he he's next he's gonna fight sheamus um and uh then I bet you can't guess how ricochet won
1: definitely not with a roll-up
0: No, oh, yeah, you went with a roll up, but why? Why was it so easy to get a roll up on Sheamus? Because Cesaro came back to distract Sheamus, you know, to get a little revenge, to continue this feud that's really kind of going nowhere. Yeah,
1: defies gravity. I'm not going to say gravity forgot him, but I will say. He can do the coolest shit in the world and has great finishers. Why would you
0: have him win with a <laughs> roll up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then outcome This is good. I was
1: worried it wasn't gonna be sour enough because we spent so much time on yeah. Rampage. Nope. Uh, to you
0: you you gotta, you gotta get some sourness in here. It's it's the it's the name of the show.
1: Oh, it's here in yeah. this gauntlet match yes. <laughs> that could have set up like seven stories that they were like, nah.
0: Sheamus um is eliminated. And so, who comes next? Humberto comes out next. Humberto versus Ricochet. That is quick. Um, uh, Because, oh, Sheamus beats the hell out of Ricochet because he's pissed that he got lost to a roll-up. So now we have an injured Ricochet versus Humberto. So Humberto decides he's going to take advantage of this and goes for a top rope moonsault, but gets gets hit with feet in the face. And then Ricochet... Hits a recoil on Humberto and hit beats him with one move. Bye bye, Humberto. Good for you. Where is can. a
1: single referee?
0: Uh, n- not not allowed. Um, then Jinder comes out, and Jinder is gonna gonna um gonna try and hit Ricochet with the Colossus. But ricochet just just doesn't get hit with it and rolls him up for the win. Jinder, former WWE champion, lost to a roll up in 14 seconds. And so then we get we're now now down to the how last many roll-ups one.
1: were there in those match? Oh, too I'm sorry. Um uh, uh,
0: uh, uh then we get um the next person, Sammy Zayn. So Sami Zayn is the whole reason this exists because because he keeps he was, winning
1: battle royals.
0: Because, because you no, know, because he wants he wants his title match, and they and and so Neville said, No, you're not allowed to have a title match for the universal title. So you have, you have to earn an intercontinental title match. Why wouldn't they just give them an intercontinental title match? Because we had to, we had to take up an hour of this episode. That's why Kate, that's why. And so, um, Sammy versus ricochet is the most entertaining match of the series of matches. Um, uh, well, and- yeah.
1: When you're like the tag teams, aren't going to face each other yeah. and the mentor's not going to face his student.
0: No. Um, so, uh, but he, he, Sammy wins with a Huluva kick. There were a couple of times where I thought, Hey, Ricochet might pull this out. And I was like, no, they're not doing baby face versus baby face for the IC title. And this is a whole, it's a whole story is just for Sammy Zayn to get a title match. So he wins with a Huluva kick. Uh, so it's him versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And, and that, that, that could be good. Could be, I guess. I mean, it should it be. be. I mean, listen, it could be one of the greatest matches of the last decade because we saw it happen at takeover dallas but will it be chances are no chances are no um the other thing that happened was the opening match of the night which was um which was charlotte not giving any offense to tony storm tony storm like reversed a couple of things into like german suplexes but it was just Charlotte beating the dog piss out of Tony Storm and giving her nothing. Um, and and then
1: she, Why?
0: I don't know. Um, and then uh, so because of
1: because of a pie,
0: I, I, I don't know. Um, she's
1: so angry that she's beating the living shit out of Tony Storm because
0: of a pie. Like anything, torn St- Tony Storm tried didn't work. Um, Charlotte was literally just like, like Tony Storm was kneeling in front of Charlotte and Charlotte was slapping her in the face. Is that all you got? Is that all you got? And the, the, the point of that usually is to show the baby face. Like, yes, I do have more than that. And he gets up and does offense, but Charlotte just cut it off because that's what Charlotte does. Um, and then, uh, Charlotte does the Becky Lynch roll up, grab the ropes thing the exact way that, that. Becky beat Liv. But in on SmackDown, this ref saw it and was like, no, you're not allowed to do that. So then Tony and, and and um Charlotte just trade roll-ups, like they reverse each other's roll-ups for like four or five attempts, and then Charlotte pins Tony, and then Tony cries, like really cries, like she can't believe that she she makes this face a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I how they want to be. Wait
1: for somebody to clip what you just did. Yeah,
0: um, everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time,
2: and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.
1: I have so many questions.
0: No, uh, we don't have time for questions. Kate. <sighs> <laughs> like I, I don't guess know. there's
1: one question, and that question is just why.
0: Yeah, it's terrible.
1: Because Charlotte needed to look more dominant, she's had know, the I title 749 times.
0: She 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 tried to cheat, but she wasn't she wasn't allowed to cheat. So she ended up just beating her clean with a with with a reversed roll up into a small package or something.
1: And Tony Storm cried, cried,
0: cried. She was she was inconsolable in the ring, looking up at Charlotte as Charlotte held the belt aloft. They focused in on Tony to making this face again.
1: I feel like there's a new idea for a show here where i don't watch wrestling and you just describe it to me and i just go
0: yeah yeah just make a confused face uh because when you
1: have to say it out loud like that it's somehow worse than watching it even. oh
0: man it really is what the um, hell does
1: this do for tony storm and what does charlotte whoa. have left to fucking prove
0: i don't know um i'm gonna read a bunch of super chats here in the next eight minutes because I am gonna beat this this clock, even though Sean, even though Sean didn't give me one, I'm still gonna beat it just to spite him. Um, <clears throat> the nerd guru says, "Is it bad? I don't care about Roman and Brock. No, it's. I mean, it's it is because they want you to, they expect you to, but no, I don't really care about it because uh, I know whatever happens at day one, they're still gonna push this thing off to Mania." Um, James Nepper says, "I don't understand why they kept doing close-ups of Tony Storm crying oddly repeatedly. I felt bad." but not the way I think they intended. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a very good uh, point. Yeah. An important distinction with that. <laughs> Brent says, the, the WME booking is a Lovecraftian horror where the more you understand it, the more you lose your sanity. That's that's very good. because That's me. Wow. That's me. That's me. I'm crazy. Um,
1: You're going to end up in a white room with Miro, forsaking your God.
0: Yeah. Um, Mark Losper says, did ricochet at least do a cool flying roll-up he did not Can confirm he did not um james Bowers says the the amount of talent wasted in the gauntlet was staggering nakamura boogs boogs i'll give you a boogs holland sheamus cesaro ricochet staggering i tell you abominable um uh, mark losper says and this is very true there's no way anyone can tell me they're not openly burying Tony Storm at this point. It just I for, and why? I don't understand. I don't understand. All right. We have four we have holdover Humper Chats and Super Chats. Thank you all for sitting in the super chats and Humper yeah, Chats. Yeah, happy Christmas so nice. to y'all. Yeah, this, like, this, Christmas was, is amazing. this was not, this, We made a whole bunch of money for Fightful. We did on Christmas. We did on Christmas. Isn't that nice? Thank That's you so sweet. much. Um so um uh hook <laughs> uh we we, we want That's more hooks says, hail yeah how about hook versus Brock Anderson after that cody slap yeah how about how about hook versus all of nightmare family just uh, to just just rebook that feud with malachi but having hook do it instead
1: i i, <laughs> I am for that and b uh, i just i have no interest in brock anderson i'm sorry i don't yeah. I was so, it was the most vanilla
0: boring thing in the world. This is the Peyton Carter. Mary Hookmas! Caleks Rampage was amazing at night. Sammy and Cody put on an amazing match, and Hook is always a treat to watch. Oh, and I guess SmackDown happened too. Yeah, it apparently. Apparently, it did. Um uh R26 uh says a bit late. But Jade winning the TBS title would be fine if Women's World Champion wasn't also someone who is more character than in-ring. Not saying Brit sucks, but her mic skills are her bread and butter. One of the two belts should have the in-ring focus, and I totally understand that. Uh, I do think Serena Deeb will eventually hold the TBS title for like a year and a half, and it'll be glorious. Um,
1: I also like when there's a... just. For me. I like when one champion's a heel and one's a face. And yeah. also I like the balance of ring work versus um, yes. Mike skills.
0: Um, uh, Sean Blanford says, Merry Christmas, Merry hashtag Christmas, Calix. My Christmas wish would be to have a one-night only 2.0 versus AEW battle and have Tony D take on Hook in the main event just to watch wrestling Twitter explode with glee. Make it happen, Santa. That is a Christmas miracle, even out of the hands of Santa, I think, at this point. Um, yeah,
1: and I would have loved that if it was 1.5 versus current A.W.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, 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 some Silva says, Merry Christmas, Alex and Kate. Merry Christmas to you.
1: Happy people Christmas. had a
0: great one. Uh, mine was good. Mine was good. Uh, best Christmas present I got today from my in-laws? Root beer. So that'll tell you how good a gift given they are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Like, like I'm not a gift. Well, sorry. No, the gift of, of Kate Hensler's time is always precious. JB Love says, Alex and Kate, thank you all for being one of the brightest spots of a ridiculously dark year. Merry miss love to you both. Love to all of you. We love hanging out and being fun and hanging out with you guys. It's, it's a thing we love to do. It um, is. Uh Della Common says, here is another five dollars for getting around and resetting up my terrible joke from the beginning of the show. Y'all are the best. We try. <laughs> we try. All right. We do what we can. Um, we have a couple of um of jukeboxes. Uh uh do, do you do you have this in front of you? Because there's somebody a request for you, a $20 request. So you have to sing. We want, I think you've actually almost kind of done it.
1: oh my god okay let me pull up my tweet from earlier i don't know why so ever since silver did that whenever i hear this theme that's all i can think about is like alternatives to the theme and for some reason i did one with that stupid go big show let me find out okay here it is thank you for 20 dollars to do this by Mm -hmm. the way adrenaline in my soul a judge on the go big show not that big show his name is paul white <laughs> he's tall paul i'm cody i judge a big talent show mean snoop and two other gals and then tnt said we would liked your numbers now he's a heel wow he took his belt. He took, wait, what is it? He took his belt. He took Sammy's belt away. He just beat him. He took his belt away. Main event of Rampage. The boos, they greet him. And then I just said, I'm a genius.
0: <laughs> you are. So, um, I
1: hope that was worth $20. Oh,
0: so, so worth it. <laughs> uh, one last Rampage tweet. And then a couple of, of, of apparently improv scenes I've got to do. <laughs> James Bauer says, "Have Sheeta and Deeb feud for the TBS title forever? Inject it in my veins." Um, it's been
1: great. That's been uh, a really well built out feud.
0: Ryan Sullivan says, uh, "Alex, Kate has been super positive online lately. Can you, as Eddie Kingston, thank thank her for for her work?" <clears throat> it's I, I. It's really hard to do, Eddie Kingston. Just have honestly. to say partner. No? I just have just to say, say partner. Um. I noticed you've been you've been I noticed you've been really positive online, giving a lot of people, a lot of good feedback, and allowing them to share their stories of positivity. I want to say, great job, partner, Thank partner. You. That's all I can say is partner. It's <laughs> my entire my entire Eddie Kingston impression is based partner. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says uh, I need Tony D talking to Santa, convinced that Santa is an informant. <laughs> hey. Hey, I've been seeing you around all over the place. I see you on the street corners ringing that bell. I see you in the mall with kids on your lap. You've been following me. Have you been following me? Take that, be- that, that beard fake. You wearing a wire? Merry I Christmas. think he's wearing a
1: wire. Merry okay. Christmas, everybody. Go.
0: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta beat the clock. Um, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Keep cool, Gabagool. Rampage was awesome. Bye. Partner.